I'm T. And I'm Jax. And this is Habanero's Hot Takes. Hello and welcome to Habanero's Hot Takes for another episode. We have a lot of MLB, NBA, and NFL news coming your way. Here we go. We're going to be starting off with the MLB news today because it's arguably the biggest. Guess what, guys? After a very long three months, we finally have gotten word that baseball is back. The MLB and MLBPA reached a collective bargaining agreement today. And guys, we will not be missing any games. They are adding another week of baseball at the end of the season to make up for what they will miss early. So we'll have 162 played games. Opening day has been moved to April 7th instead of in mid-March or very early April as normal. Uh, Spring training begins in one week from today, March 17th. Free agency begins basically around the time we're filming this recording, so just going to be on the lookout for that. Be checking your ESPN often to see if any big names have been signed. The playoffs have been expanded to 12 teams now, adding extra teams to each side. The National League finally has a designated hitter. The CBA and is agreed upon by both sides. So finally, we have a fully completed lockout, and we even have a perfect season. Turner, more depth on that. Yes, we will still have a 162-game season, and even after the MLB and MLBPA said that they would not be recovering games. Turns out they changed their minds, and we're going to have a 162-game season for a full season of baseball, and I am very excited. Now, moving on, and now we're going to talk about two of the big-name free agents each of us have come up with and where we think they're going to land. I'll start us off. I picked... Freddie Freeman. Honestly, where he's going to land has been debatable for the past couple of months. And honestly, I mean, I've heard he's still in talks with Braves, still in talk with Dodgers. I really don't know where he's going to land. But I believe he's going to go to the Dodgers because after everything I've heard, he's been in contact with them the whole time during the lockout. There's no way. The Braves love Freddie Freeman too much. They'll pay him loads of money. They're a contender. They'll keep him. For me, mine is Carlos Correa. My big name is Carlos Correa, who sent a lot of mixed emotions while free agency was still in effect, including multiple pictures of him in New York with Yankees gear on. Uh, he sang, he heard some people singing some song about the Cubs about him or something. And also around Christmas, he posted on his Twitter page a family picture where most of his family was wearing Angels gear. So. Of course, my natural pick is going to be one of those three. And I got to say, I think it makes perfect sense for him to sign with the Angels because of those three teams, I think they are the best competitor that he could win a championship for, which he already has a lot. The Angels can pay him a lot and they can also get him another ring. That is true. My second person is Chris Bryant. This guy has been a toss-up. I mean, he's getting kind of old. I mean, he's still good, but he's not as good as he was in his prime. I believe the team that really needs a third baseman is going to try and sign him, or he's going to go back to the Giants. I honestly think that the number one place where he's going to land up is going to be going back to the Giants. 
That would make a lot of sense because the Giants can win championships and they already had him signed. So my next guy is Trevor Story, the shortstop from the Colorado Rockies. You know, I haven't heard a lot about where he could be landing. I have, however, heard that the Rockies are not really interested in trying to re-sign his very, very large amount of cap that he's going to take up. And also the fact that they are kind of tanking now. They're becoming a rebuild team. So where does he land up? It's got to be a team in need of a short stop. And there's three that spring to mind. And they're all the ones that uh, Carlos Correa happened to mention in multiple Twitter reports. The Cubs, the Angels, and the Yankees. For this one, I can see him going to the Yankees and finally becoming on a team that is big name and could potentially win him championships. The Yankees by far would get him the most attention he's ever had in his life, and I think he could thrive under the pressure. He's a very great player. Well, guys, you might want to buckle up for this one. It has been an absolutely crazy week in the National Football League. Many trades, many free agents, many cuts, and some of them are bigger names than you'd expect. Also, lots of signings as well. Let's get into it. First off, we have Russell Wilson. The Seattle Seahawks quarterback, who has been their quarterback for years, was traded to the Denver Broncos this week for a few, sorry, for a handful of picks, Noah Fant and Drew Locke. This seems like the Seahawks are going full rebuild mode. And and now moving on to the NBA. The NBA has been struggling, guys. I really think that. There are a lot of teams that we thought at the beginning of the season would make the playoffs and would be good. But honestly, some of those teams have been a letdown. They're not good. And now we're going to figure out how to turn those teams around and finish the season strong and make the playoffs. I've selected the Los Angeles Lakers, probably the biggest letdown of the season. They really... Came into the year, that got Russell Westbrook, we all thought they were going to be great, and then everything just fell apart. They haven't been able to win, their big three's been injured all season, and they just really can't get anything going. The one thing that I can see them doing that changes their season around is they get Anthony Davis back and they start benching Russell Westbrook. I really think that is how they're going to make it. Well, I'm not sure that's their solution. Russell Westbrook has played well in the past few games, if he can continue to play like that. And to get Anthony Davis back, I think they can be a legit contender. But let's look at a team that had very high expectations coming into this season. A team with such high expectations that they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year, but has not been playing well this year. The Atlanta Hawks are below 500 and are the very last team in play-in despite having a stacked roster with lots of veteran players and very good three-point shooters such as Trey Young, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Danilo Gallinari, many others that are very good. They have not pieced together good chemistry like they did last year, which took them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Their offense, despite being very impressive last year, has not been impressive this year. Their defense has been a dumpster fire compared to what it was last year. And last year, it wasn't even that good. So the Hawks really need to turn something around, get some defense going together. So you're saying that the way they turn their season around is defense. Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. They need better defense. 
Now, what's your other team? My other team is, this one pains me because I'm kind of like them, but they're not exactly my favorite team. The New York Knicks. The Knicks have, yeah, very badly struggled this season. They are currently not in the playoffs, and they're out by three games. They have 10 more losses than they do wins, which is absolutely atrocious comparing to how incredible they were last year. Julius Randle, don't get me wrong, he was an absolute beast last year. Superstar, amazing, phenomenal. This year, it kind of feels like he's had a falling off. He's not played nearly as well as he did. I mean, they've had good players. They've agreed to sit Kemba Walker for the rest of the season. I think the Knicks are kind of in tank mode right now. I don't think there's a way they can turn it around. But if you do, make it up to Kemba Walker. Get him back in the lineup on a nightly basis. Get your team together and go win some games. Also, we'd like to talk about a team that's not struggling, and it's the Phoenix Suns, because believe this or not, they have clenched a playoff berth, and they have been absolutely perfect throughout the entire season so far with 40 more wins than losses. They are 53-13 and 13 and are the best team in the NBA by nine games to the second closest team. That's pretty impressive. They are dominating despite not having Chris Paul, number one in the Western Conference, which is stacked full of talent with the absolutely destructive Golden State Warriors and John Morant. So, Phoenix, they can definitely contend this year. They'll make it very far, maybe even to the finals. We'll see, but they're doing really good. That is true. Now, moving on to the NBA top three games of the week. We're going to have a Milwaukee versus Golden State ma- match that could be a finals preview on Saturday at 7.30. It'll be fun to see Chris Middleton against Stephen Curry and Giannis Atacacompo versus uh, Draymond Green. Hopefully I said Giannis's last name right. We'll have a Boston versus Dallas matchup Sunday at 2.30. Boston has been thriving so far under a powerful defense Well. Dallas boasts a very good offense and a two-way player in Luka Doncic. We'll see. Is it a battle of defense versus offense? We're going to have an L.A. Lakers versus Phoenix Suns battle this Sunday at 8. This one does not really feel like a battle. The number one team against the number nine team, they've got quite a big disadvantage on their shoulders. But can they prove themselves? But in this Anybody who, who has LeBron James can potentially win. And this divisional rivalry, we'll see. The Lakers are seen to play better when they play against better teams. Moving on to the NFL. Well, guys, you might want to buckle up for this one. It has been an absolutely crazy week in the National Football League. Many trades, many free agents, many cuts. And some of them are bigger names than you'd expect. Also, lots of signings as well. Let's get into it. First off, we have Russell Wilson, the Seattle Seahawks quarterback, who has been their quarterback for years, was traded to the Denver Broncos this week for a few, sorry, for a handful of picks, Noah Fant and Drew Locke. This seems like the Seahawks are going full rebuild. They cut all-pro linebacker Bobby Wagner. 
Definitely seems like full rebuild mode. And also, I know this is kind of an irrelevant question, but now, what happens to DK Metcalf? I feel like he will be dealed within the next couple months. We'll see. By the way, message us at habaneroshottakes at gmail.com on what you think the Seahawks situation is. Is it rebuild time? Are they just planning for the future? Is DK Metcalf going to stay there? Tell us anything you want to tell us. The next big news in the NFL is the Buffalo Bills have given Cole Beasley permission to seek a trade. I feel like this is not a bad idea because this could free up a bunch of salary cap space even if he doesn't get a trade because it's likely they'll cut him to try and get a better chance at getting big-name players on both defense and offense. We're in some serious need of a cornerback and wide receiver. So hopefully we can get someone that is a little bit better than Cole Beasley. No offense, Cole Beasley. I think you're good still. Yes, that is a very good point. Next up. Earlier today, the Chargers dealed a trade to somehow pull strings and get Khalil Mack from the Chicago Bears for basically pocket money. They got him for like a handful of picks, and I don't think any players. Yeah, it was really quite a surprising trade, especially after they dealt so much to the Oakland Raiders. They were the Oakland Raiders at the time. Don't get mad at me. And they literally spent so much of their stuff to get a player and trade him away for almost nothing. They will now have the third and tied fourth best pass rushers in the NFL over the last five seasons statistical rankings on their defensive line. It has turned from a crappy, terrible run-stopping team to now probably the most feared defensive line in the NFL. I'm definitely afraid of them. You have to go in town and play the Chargers. You're going to be sweating the whole time. You're not running the ball. Honestly, the AFC West is the most stacked division by far. Sure is, now that Russell Wilson's joined the committee and Khalil Mack. Also, news in the NFL... The Giants have apparently been looking into making an attempt to get Mitchell Trubisky from the Buffalo Bills. What are your thoughts on this? As a Bills fan, I do not think that you submit him to free agency if another team is interested in him. Trade him for somebody good from the Giants. Get like Kadarius Toney or Sterling Shepard or something like that. That is a good point. Maybe even try for Saquon Barkley. That would be very nice if we got Saquon Barkley. Anyhow, another big trade that happened is a trade that was in effect between the Colts and the Commanders. Carson Wentz is now the starting quarterback in Washington, in W-Town, in D.C. Insert another name for it here. If you've got another name for it, then tell us at habaneroshottakes at gmail.com. The Colts are trading Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders for the following. They get a third-round pick in 2022 and 2023. The 2023 third-rounder can become a second-rounder if Carson Wentz can play 70% of Washington's snaps. That's all. Wow. Cheek. A lot of players are being dealt for picks in the third or second round right now. If you're a big-name player, you're going to be moving for pocket change, basically. 
right now. And now, more news. Amari Cooper will be leaving the Cowboys. After just, I believe, three seasons with the Cowboys? It's honestly quite shocking, because I thought he was finally starting to get to be comfortable playing with that team. The only news I've heard on a team that's interested in signing him is the Dolphins, who have quite a big salary cap and could really use another dominant receiver. I mean, honestly, Jalen Waddle, Amari Cooper, and Tua Tagovailoa, they could honestly be pretty good. Their defense is a little bit sad, but, you know, offense is still good, but defense wins championship. I can edit. Also mentioning, Aaron Rodgers has been re-signed by the Packers to a four-year, 200-plus million dollar deal. Very expensive. And they also accommodating with Aaron Rodgers, franchise-tagged star receiver Devontae Adams through the next year. What do you make of this? Honestly, the Packers now have a chance to maybe make a run again for the Super Bowl. That's a joke, by the way. The Packers won't do it again. They have one championship with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers in like seven or eight years together. I still think they have a decent chance. Well, that's all for today, guys. Thanks for watching. And if you liked the video, make sure to leave a review at habaneroshottakes at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen to our podcast weekly. Boop!